This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Football Friday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast, week five of the NFL season. I am Danny Williams. Uh, no Jake Meyer today. We got Danny Bailey. We're the double D's, okay? Danny Bailey, how are you? I am pretty great. Pretty great. Happy Ready for to a have weekend. You. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. It's always a pleasure to see your smiling oh, face shucks. in the morning. I wish I could see your eyes a little better, but you're, you're a cool guy with those sunglasses on all the yeah. time. Um, well, it's uh, a signature look of mine. Um, I could pull off any look. Like, you have the flowing locks. Yes. Best hair in Denver radio is what Danny Bailey well, is known you. for, amongst other things. Um, we got, like, this is, like, the most serious podcast we've done this season because... It's like there's a fork, okay? Yep. Like the song, it says, This is a fork in the road. I don't want to get into it, but it's a jam, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, it's like this Broncos season, they're going to be 3-2 and two with a loss facing the Raiders and the Browns. There's a chance they're an under 500 team here in the next month, you yeah. know? Or they win this game. They're 4-1. and one. There's how many four and one teams in the NFL? Just a handful. Um, what's going to happen within the rest of our division this week? I think that uh, I mean the Raiders have a chance to lose to the Bears. Yeah. Um, Chargers the, probably beat the Browns. Chargers got their hands full with the Browns. I oh, don't yeah. know. It, should be, I mean, it should be a good game, but I think that it could be a blowout. So a four and one Broncos team atop of the division now with some separation. That'd be pretty incredible. That'd be pretty sweet. The total tone, the um, feeling, the reputation, the narrative with a win for the Broncos, beating the Steelers at 4-1, and one, it'd be sweet because then people would say, they actually hung around in that Ravens game. We know they hung around in that Ravens game. Teddy Bridgewater was just knocked out of the game, and Drew Locke didn't know what the hell he was doing out there. So And Pat Shermer refused to run the ball. Oh, no doubt about it. He didn't, let's like, I'm not going to blame. Uh, <laughs> Locke had an opportunity for a, of a lifetime. Yes. Again. Okay, time, I mean, yeah. and did nothing with it. So uh, Teddy's in that ball game. I don't know that they win the game, but I promise you it's a one-possession game down the stretch. They yeah. only scored 23 points. For one, I think they score only 20 if Teddy's in the game, and then we put up another touchdown, which we I mean, almost certainly would have done. It's 20-14. to 14. Then we have a chance to win by one kind of touchdown there. No so um, that game's a different story if Teddy Bridgewater's not knocked out of the game. Um, um, but that's last week. I've moved on, you know? Um, I'm ready for the Steelers. I'm. Uh, it was... Um, I gave a, a comp on, I don't think you heard it. Maybe you heard it. So my son's eight, okay? Um, we play in a flag football league. The Catholic school flag football league goes to all souls. My son does. So we play. It's third and fourth graders. So the mm-hmm. size of a third grader and the size of a fourth grader, you're starting to like, I don't know, damn, some of these fourth graders might have, you know, uh, uh you know, fuzz on their balls. I mean, you know, they it's just like, yeah. they're just like, there's some, like this, there's, there's some real players. So like some of my, it, we, it's when we we're four and two, we smashed the third graders. We've beat a fourth grade team, but there's two fourth grade teams we've lost to that were just like, I wasn't mad that we lost to them. They should have beat us. They're fourth graders. They are a class above my really good third grade team. Literally, my, you know, literally, literally. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. So, 
that's how I feel like I'm not mad at the Broncos for losing to the Ravens because the Ravens are a whole class above the Broncos. The Bron- Ravens are competing for a world, world championship. The Broncos are competing for respectability and for the playoffs. Yeah. Pretty big gap. I wanted to. Listen, that's what I do here on Denver Radio. I got to lie to you guys. Okay, I tried yeah. to lie. The Broncos, we were hey, you know it's not lies. I'm just joking, but I mean, it's like we we're trying to fire ourselves uh, our fire ourselves up here, and kind of we collectively Broncos country mm-hmm. was we're trying to close the gap between the Broncos and the Ravens. For it sure. turns out they were just two classes above. Yeah, two tiers above, and that's just the truth. And there's no shame in losing to a, a Ravens team that. It came off a good Kansas City Chiefs win. They're only lost being to a good Raiders team now. And, um, you know, surviving the Lions, which we know it's hard to win any NFL game. Uh, the Lions, the Jets, the Jaguars, we've had some of those as well. So what this game would mean, though, for the Broncos to kind of keep moving forward here, it'd mean everything. Yeah, it's like Shelby Harris said, it's not the loss this past Sunday that defines you as a football team. It's how you respond to a loss that defines you as a good football team. So this is a big bounce back opportunity for them. Mm-hmm. And the defense didn't have their best game last week. Well, and and they, they did a little bit containing Lamar like we talked about. Yeah. The run wasn't terrific for the Ravens, but he really threw all over them. And this is supposed to be one of the best secondaries in the league. So I expect him to have a bounce back week against Big Ben, who is not the same as he used to be. He can still get it done and he'll throw the ball around, but he won't have the same kind of God ungodly numbers that Lamar did. And um, Uh, yeah, this is a, this is a winnable game. We were optimistic last week. And I think that optimism is a little bit, a little bit softened this week. But we, you know that was like the varsity versus our really good JV yeah. team with a bunch of varsity, you know, future varsity sure. players on it. That's what happened, yeah. and I'm not mad at them. But I actually think now, though, this week these Pittsburgh Steelers, they're declining. Why the Broncos are slowly ascending, mm-hmm. and somewhere now these two are meeting right in the middle. Like the song, "Why don't you just meet me in the middle?" My daughter loves that one. Yeah, you know. Right there in the middle, right there in the middle is where the Steelers and the Broncos are. The Steelers trying to grasp, hold on to, you know, um, whatever Big Ben has left and like the, uh, the you know, yesteryear and the steel curtain and all the things that being, you know, he's never, Coach Tomlin, you're thinking like, that Danny's dramatic. Coach Tomlin's never had a losing freaking record. You think he wants a losing record on his resume? I mean, like, he's in 15 not. seasons of coaching these guys? I don't think so. So Not when you're courting Aaron Rodgers, especially. And even if he's like, even if this team, like, he no, no he, he doesn't believe that. They any He thinks they're going to the playoffs still. Yes. Okay? And he thinks they have a chance to win a Super Bowl. But there'll be a time when they're 2-7 and seven or 3-8 and eight or something like that, these Steelers, if it goes in that direction, where he'll really know, well, not only is my 500 out of the record, but, like, we're going to draft a quarterback very high. You know, yeah. so um, I was watching uh, Mike Greenberg's little get up thing mm-hmm. we have on the TV. Mm-hmm. We always have a TV on in the corner of the kitchen that's like always kind of on over the night for like the dog or just whatever for like a little bit of sound. For sure. So it's always on. Um, as Rachel Nichols would say, we always have it on ESPN. I don't know why she says it like that. ESPN. So um, well, she doesn't anymore. <laughs> uh, you're good today. Um, <laughs> um that's pretty funny. Well, you're, yeah, you're talking about Mike Tomlin thinking yeah, yeah. this is a playoff team. They, they can be. And the last time, so they've lost three in a row. Yeah. 
If they lose four in a row, it's the first time they've lost four straight since 2016. That team went to the AFC Championship game. So they could still be a playoff team. And another weird thing about this team is, and why I'm not definitely not overlooking these guys and definitely not acting like we're better than them, is because Big Ben went for 31 touchdowns last year Mm -hmm. against 10 picks. And yeah. though, like, the numbers, I mean, like, only the last four or five games, they lost three in a row. They skidded. They were 11-0, and 0, okay? And then I think they finished 12-4, and 4, okay-ish. I mean, again, all our information that we give on the radio show or on the podcast is always about 88% accurate. Okay, know that going in, which is pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. Um, so I'm respe- I, I'm got some respect with the K, like they say on the streets, yeah. for the Steelers total. And it's, like, again, this is one of those to me. It's like, I don't know why everything's got to be so you know, um, Hallmark movie or dramatic, but it's like the Broncos turning that corner, a next step, a next badge, you know what I mean? Um, While this, you know, beating a Steelers team in their building, a Steelers team with, which also puts big fear into me, what I'm about to say, a Steelers team that's desperate for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. One thing in sports that I've learned that is, as powerful as anything, and it's not a real thing. It's just words. I mean, it's like it's it's real, but it's not like you can't drink it or buy it or touch it. Is urgency, okay? That's why in an NBA series, when a team goes up two games to zero, I mean, like fuck that game. Game three is two to one. That team gets that third one. Whether the team goes on to lose game four or not, it's like the sense of urgency. That's why the um, the Jets. You know, you give Titans, give them a little room to breathe. The Titans, okay, we're going to go get these guys. It's the shitty Jets. The Jets with coaches playing for jobs now. People are talking about, you know, firing. We're talking about benching. We're talking about the next guys. That sense of urgency, it's mm-hmm. like, it, it prevailed. It prevailed, yeah. okay? So the Steelers are one and three. Would, will knock on one and four since I'm not sure how long, before the Big Ben injury year, yep. okay? In, you know, freaking f- centuries, you know, type of stuff. Um, this sense of urgency, will, you'll feel it. The players are going to hear this stuff. The, the haven't done this and this, uh, these numbers this long. You're going to be the first shitty Steelers team in these years. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's like jobs on the line, everything. That sense of urgency will be very powerful for the Steelers this week. And the Broncos are going to have to overcome that, too. 100%. Yeah, and this... This Steelers team is different than a lot of other Steelers teams that we know. The reason that we put respect on their name, respect, excuse me, on their name is because of how they have been in the past. But last week was their highest rushing total of the entire season. The Steelers? Yeah. They only went went for 62 yards. Yeah, I was just going to say he had 15 carries for like 60 yards. So it's, you know. Wow. Yeah, so if they can keep that run game down and – I like Jake though. Is like oh Najee though. He's having a pretty good. I was like yeah, he's nice. Not Rushing really. Like three yeah, I was. Carry. I was I mean, talking like, to some of the guys out in the lobby about how that, about that about how they have him on their fantasy team and he's yeah. not really producing. You know, it's easy though. I get Jake likes Bama. We want some money with Bama. I got caught up in the thing. Roll Tide. All the Bama running backs in the league. You know, yep. what I mean? he's a good player. He's gonna make it. You know, it's like maybe he has highlight plays. Oh, well, he's a good player. But yeah. I'm saying, in it's there's two ways to look at this thing. I mean, like. The Broncos are going to be either the victims of the Steelers finally putting this whole thing together and Big Ben throwing three touchdowns, Najee going for 120 total with 50 through the air and a bunch of little back-breaking dinks and dunks that he takes up the middle of the field, maybe scores one on. Um, 
don't let this freaking team put it together against you. You might want to listen. If it's at the expense of you looking like shit too, we got some 17-14 like people are predicting. Yep. I will take that. Yeah. Because if you get into if they go uh, either you know if you have to score thirty or twenty seven or twenty six to beat them, which I kind of think is true. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. I mean, got everyone single digit predict single digit predictions the under thirty nine and a half. I get that. Totally get that. It feels like that. But also, it's like these Steelers. Oh, shitty. And if back in the day, Big Ben goes three games in a row where he goes three touchdowns, 300 yards before a clunker, and then another three great games, then a clunker. Well, nowadays, I'd say the three shitty games, clunkers, and then the big game put it together. Then a couple more shitty games, and then a flash from the past. Don't let that happen to you, Denver Broncos. I don't know how to prevent that. That's the football guys. That's the, I mean, like, that's the preparation. Of course, that's the X's and O's. That's the matchups. That's the injuries. That's, is Teddy going to be 100? Is Big Ben going to be 100? Took a shot last week. You know, all that stuff matters. But also, it's like, it's like, it's weird how these games, how, um, you know, I think it's the football gods kind of stuff. It's crazy. I think it's the, um, the, the, you know, the steel curtain, the legend of um, Jack Lambert and Mike Webster and L- Lynn Swan and Stallworth and Mean Joe Green and Bill Cowart's ch- big chin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like that's when a close game, when all these young guys in the Broncos who used to play with the uh, Palomalu and Big Ben on Madden, whatever their favorite year, that was the favorite Steelers team. You know, like kids, like in awe of this kind of stuff. It's the Steelers. I think that stuff, again, it might not mean shit. I'll admit that. But to me, it's all those little extra things that the Broncos have to deal with in a close game, in their building, those terrible towels, Mm -hmm. those fans desperate as fuck as well. Yeah, Those fans desperate, knowing this is the end, don't want to accept it, still thinking one last run. Well, we won 11 and started the season 11-0 and 0 last year type of stuff. <sighs> don't let that devour you, Broncos. And I like to think, like, maybe that won't be a non, total non-factor type of stuff. Like, I'm just, these are things that I'm getting caught up with. And the Broncos will go out there, and the best players will kind of execute. And with all our young players, we'll have a chance to go in there and beat these guys 2016, something like that. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, bravo. I don't need to score 27 points or 24 nope. points to feel good about myself. Okay? Teddy w doesn't. Is w. Teddy, Teddy doesn't either. And I promise you, Vic Fangio doesn't either. Okay? Not at all. So no one, no, no, it's not like that. So for anyone who's like, oh, the Broncos can't score points, do Yeah, they couldn't last week. But the three previous games, if they wanted to go get 30 and really, you know, at the expense of giving up a few more defensive points and just look, go look for, you know, uh, style points, they could have chased that kind of stuff. But they're more worried about once the game was won, getting the game over uh, safely and healthy. Yeah. Especially a team that now is nicked and ding. So let's call this the halftime point of the podcast, okay? Um, we'll talk about DraftKings, our partner in this podcast. And then the second half, we'll talk about um, how we see this game playing out. Predicted. You're good at pulling the little proppy bets up, something for us. And we can talk yeah, about we'll a couple props that we both like. Uh, and then we'll call it, a, call it a podcast. That first half of this podcast, though, I think is some of our best stuff. Great stuff. I think why? Because um, it matters so much this week. We're fired yeah. up. We talked about how important we last week was this one right on the heels of that one in level of importance because they <laughs> lost last week, but also yeah. because the Steelers mean something. Winning at Heinz Field means a it lot. It is. 
We know this is the kind of the season too. As crazy as it sounds, oh, they're three and two. If you'd have told me they'd have been three and two, anyone would have taken that. Nah, not really now. Now that we've seen it all shake out. Mm-hmm. Now that Kansas City's down a little bit. Now that the Raiders might be living a bit of a lie, and you know, so and we can jump. Chiefs could take another loss this week. Sunday Night Football to no, the Bills. No doubt about it. Um, it's the NFL's great, isn't it? Um, bet the NFL and DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. That's where we bet. Jake and I bet all of our games, um, our same-game parlays, which we love. Um, if you're new to the party and you're like, well, well, tell me more, Danny. Okay, well, let me. Let me tell you some more about it. Um, right now, go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS to sign up so they know that we sent you, Okay. Deposit 10 bucks in your account. Let's try that. Okay, I'm not going to tell you much deposit in your account, but I think, you know, $10 is one of, like, you know, like a minimum deposit. I don't know if you could deposit 5 bucks. I don't even know. But all I know is out of that 10 bucks that I'm asking you to deposit, bet $1 on any NFL game, okay? Bet $1 on any NFL game this weekend, and if either team scores a point, you're like, what? Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. If either team scores a point, okay? The last 0-0 tie was in 1953, Okay. I think there was horses and buggies then, and they wore um, uh, uh, baseball gloves as leather helmets. helmets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's basically free bets. They're giving you free money, free bets on a $1 bet. Take advantage, okay? You know, get, get in on the action. Um, you talk about it. You don't really have a guy. You used to have a bucket guy. You can't bet with them anymore. You know, it's just, you're not really you're interested, but you don't want all the email and stuff. It's like it's not like that. It's, you know, you think it's going to be hard. You don't trust. It's safe and secure. You've got no excuses. Now is the time. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. $1, any NFL game, turns into $100 in free bets. Okay? That's, it's, it's, what, it's free money. It's what it is. Take advantage. Um, love these guys. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling promo call 1-800-522-4700. This is a great promo. It's not the best they've ever had. There was one before that you didn't take advantage of. That This one is now a great one. What I'm trying to tell you is it might be not 100 bucks next week. It might be like 50 bucks. Yeah, but DraftKings still giving you a chance to get those oh, free God, bets. It's great. worth it. Totally no matter what it. you can get, get take it from them. You're a player on DraftKings. I am. You're a mover and shaker on DraftKings. Tell me yeah, what I had a good you night like last night. Tell me about what you like about the site, and then tell me just a little bit of example of what you did last night. Very easy to navigate on the site. They've got great promos, some good odds boosts, things like that. You can also, the same game parlays yeah, are a phenomenal feature. Them. Big fan of that. And then live in-game stuff mm-hmm. is great. It's easy to find, so you can bet, like, the result of the next drive. Love if that. you think so, if you think you a team is inning. hot, you can bet an inning. Yeah, you can bet an inning on the baseball game. So they've got all kinds of great stuff. College pros, it's incredible. It's a great app, uh, and they they get you your money quick. Get you your money right away. Love that. Okay. So okay, check this. Let's um, let's talk about how exactly we see this game playing out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll start by saying I think it's very critically super-duper important for the Steelers, they believe, to come out and score points early in this game, maybe even uh, you know their best stuff of the day on their opening drive to set a tone for themselves, a team that has like the second or third fewest points scored 
of anybody in the NFL this season. So I think that's also the Broncos in three straight games, the first three games, gave up touchdown, 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 I think. I think yes. Somewhere like that. Something like that. Uh, on the first three drives of those teams. Again, it's like everyone has those rehearsed first 15 or 20 plays. It's the shit they went through and the walkthrough over and over again. It's their best stuff. Mm-hmm. It's their best stuff, okay? So, uh, but the Broncos now have shown um, – now that they are willing to give up those early points, please don't let the Steelers do that. If they could avoid that and you keep the Steelers off the board, imagine that after they ran a couple successful plays, still, you know, but he couldn't get past midfield, uh, had a couple missed opportunities, maybe a drop ball. That's when you're like a team that's struggling. Yep. is like, fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they know that the big plays are few and far between. So again, um, yeah, be the team that sets the tone completely. Um, also, the game last week against the Ravens when Hollywood Brown dove for that spectacular touchdown. Great catch. It only made the game 14-7, to 7, and it was like the second quarter, or the beginning of the second quarter, yeah. I think. But it fell in my heart like, this game's over. Yeah. I swear to you, I was like, fuck, this game's over. Win out of like, the sales. I told JJ, time. my son, I was like, I was like, all right, well, now it's our turn. Let's go, let's go get, let's get even three here in the next drive. We stalled out. It got you know, and then yeah. he got knocked out of the game. It was a blow. It was like one of these blows where you knew for the Broncos, if they were going to win that game, they had to allow no big plays like that. Yep, and then keep them to having to beat them by you know long sustained drives and with like a million. If you're going to kill me, it's going to be by a million little you know the paper cuts. and dings and yeah. bleeding out the paper cuts. Yeah, um, so that I think that that was crushing. Um, that they're one of the most explosive offenses in the NFL. Big Ben and the Steelers formally used to do that kind of stuff. Deontay Johnson, uh, Chase, uh, Claypool, Claypool, and Juju, yeah. those guys are great receivers. But again, if you don't have the guys to deliver you the ball, then it's just like Drew Locke having, you know, oh, I got Cortland Sutton and Judy, all these guys, and Hamler. Well, it doesn't matter if Drew Locke sucks. Yeah. So if Big Ben do not let him get going with these guys, because then Najee, those two or three guys that have been holding Najee down, that teams have been putting there because they know the Steelers can't throw the ball, Big Ben can't throw the ball further than 10 yards, which is the wrap on him right now, then um, those guys have to go into coverage. And then Najee starts to break one and gas you, and he's big and powerful. So um, don't allow the Steelers. It's easy to say. It's like we're breaking down. It's like I'm giving these generic. It's like dumb. But it's like don't let them get going. Offensively, early, mm-hmm. hold them down. Even at the expense of the tone of the game is where it's uh, going to be a slugfest down to the end, and neither team are kind of scoring points. Um, whatever it may be, that is the recipe that you know Vic Fangio thinks to keep these guys off the board and maybe under seven points, ten points, set you know um, at half. Any more than that would then say, hey, well we're trending towards over. We're gonna we're having to score some points to stay in this game might be playing back into their hands yeah. a little bit. Yeah, the Broncos defense is the strong point. You can't be getting <laughs> you can't be getting into shootouts with people. Um no, not against a team that you know if they get it going then you can you know again um Big Ben has four touchdowns and four picks. Yep. Three touchdowns against four interceptions these last four games and the three losses. Um I think that's probably the new norm for them. That's who and what he is now. But also just less than a year ago he wrapped up the season with 31 touchdowns against 10 picks. So I still think he has a chances to flash. Um, and Big Ben is as crazy as it sounds. It's like the X factor in this game. 
uh, put some hits on that big body. He can't move around. That's one of the reasons. Even if it's like I think some of the you know he used to be great at like um, gliding around the pocket, moving around the pocket. For a guy who usually that's an athlete escaping to get out to tuck the ball to run. Big Ben was always had his eyes still down the field doing all that kind of stuff and would still make these great plays by extending plays. Um, He's not that kind of athlete anymore. So I don't know if it's the arm strength or it's just he can't move anymore. He's more vulnerable to shots. Those shots have been shot, 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 have been like wearing on his big body. And he was on the injury report. Maybe he is not a hundred and maybe, or this is just his new hundred. Okay, he's still yeah. dangerous, though. I'm not acting like he's absolutely, and I'm not going to underestimate Big Ben, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, two rookies on that Pittsburgh O line, though, too. So that's true, and we know what that looked factor. like last week. Exactly. Okay, give me some more factors to this game. What's what's what are we? What's the score is going to be at halftime of this game, and what will have happened up to that point? Uh, I have to. I think you hit the nail on the head. The Broncos probably going to give up an early one and then get it going themselves. And I see a nice little 10-7. Damn, I'd love halftime. a 14-7 halftime. I would like it too. I don't know if they can get it get it going. Imagine that Broncos ball. But at the that half. would be great. Yeah. Uh, come back out, get three more. 17-7. You're feeling good about yourself. You're now halfway into the third quarter, depending on what happens. A long drive. Mm-hmm. Um. They only have seven through that point. You have 17. You're buzzing right now. You're getting stronger. They're now having to throw the ball and take some chances. A turnover at that point. And this thing is over. So, I mean, it's like that's how it can go down. Yeah. That's how this game can go down. And that's, again, coming from the Broncos Blitz podcast, not the Steelers Nation's badass podcast you know what i mean so they're probably saying the same kind of stuff don't let these guys score they only scored seven last week let's do the same exact thing to them um and i could accept i could kind of acknowledge that but um this game has the makings of uh figuring itself out through uh the defenses holding the offensives down seven seven at the half i could probably live with that too in their building sure um come out play clean ball McManus could be a hero to, uh, on the day. It uh, could be the first one to then um, score a touchdown. Might win the second half as, you know, maybe we get 10-10 at uh, start of the fourth quarter type of stuff. Yeah. Um, I could see that playing out that way too. Um, Melvin Gordon's banged up uh, as amongst all the – you know, the Broncos on the injury report, um, they're blessed to have Javante Williams, so I think better than um, not Melvin necessarily, but uh, Najee Harris. Yeah. Um, what a great day it'd be for him to have a day. For sure. Unexpected effort from a rookie player who just invested in to come out here and literally put the game on his back and win you that game. That would be, I mean, getting a guy's money's worth in the guy and really something like well, that's why you have guys like that. That's why you you know you draft a guy like that is to do things like that. Um, I still think Melvin Gordon's important. I think that, very. I think very. it's important. And actually, if he's a hundred, I think more ready to play against a professional uh, defense like the Steelers rather than Najee. You know, seeing T.J. Watt mm-hmm. taking some hits early and feeling like, oh, I can't. You know, these guys. Uh, they are great type of stuff, or you know yeah. what I mean. Melvin will think these guys aren't shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Melvin's ran through to all kinds of teams. He might feed off of that kind of stuff. And not that Javante's soft. He ain't. I love him. I'm just saying this is a different animal. 
this is a different animal. Certainly. Than, than even maybe the Ravens last week. So, um, how do they win this game? Defense. Malik Reed, Vaughn Miller, Caden Stearns hitting Big Ben. Who's the two That's guys huge. who make two plays in the second half defensively that end up ultimately being one on third down and yep. shoot, maybe one on fourth down in yeah. for them to, again, that they absolutely need to freaking win the game or to go try to tie a game. Vaughn's going to have a big play at some point. I like Vaughn to go in there, maybe even a strip sack. And then Kareem Jackson. Kareem Jackson maybe has that pick on Big Justice Ben. Justice Sim is taking a lot of heat this he week. Is, he is, but I think like he is. And know. he's a pro's pro. He's going to take that to heart and realize, yeah, last week wasn't his best game, but he knows the kind of player he is. He's being paid what he is for a reason, and he's a great player. So he's going to go out and play his best game of the season probably this week. Yeah. And then on the offensive side, like you said, if Melvin Gordon can do it, they need to run the ball. And Javante and Melvin can do damage to this Pittsburgh team as long as Shermer gives them the opportunity to do so. Um, I mean, what are we leaving out there? If they, I mean, like, I'm feeling good. I think we just had a great podcast. I'm ready to wrap it up, go high five, and, you know, plan my, you know, wings and nachos and all that for Sunday. But if the Broncos lose this game, if we're in here next week, Talking about a three and two Broncos team, how did they lose this game? Uh, special teams blunders Ooh, as fuck. usual. Damn. A long return at some point, whether a it's a nightmare. punt or a kickoff. Um, but you know that McManus is going to be out there, hit a, hit a couple field goals, and if they if they turn the ball over, that hasn't been a problem for them this year. Yeah. If this Steelers defense no creates doubt. some turnovers, Let's not give them that more opportunities the way. to. Yeah. Um, get this thing kick-started, yeah. jump-started. I think, um, I, I truly believe these teams are kind of equals right now. Mm -hmm. And this is the where we're going to, Broncos character, heart stuff, mm -hmm. is going to be tested because you're going to get the Steelers' best, best stuff. I mean, like, fuck, this is a must-win for them. Yeah. Um, therefore, almost in a lot of ways, a uh, must-win for us because our fates would be similar of... Um, we go from contender to run-of-the-mill. They're going from life support to pull the plug, and I'm going to get you a super nice casket. Yeah. Uh, you know, it'll be all engraved and all that. Um, let's bury these Steelers. Don't let Big Ben uh, come back to life, you know? Um, other than that, I think that the Broncos are going to go have a great effort here. And we don't know if they can win close games because we haven't been in one yet. Sure. This is the week. This is the week that they're in a close game. Uh, I bet my life on it. Um, no, the, the Steelers are not going to run away with this thing. And the Broncos don't know how as a young team here to do that. And the Vic Fangio style isn't really to go bury teams. It's to, you know, um, chew you up and spit you out a little bit, you know. Not just bury you, not just um, go try to cut your heart out. Um, it's just his style of play. It's how he calls an offense and a defense. And um, I'm okay with it, but not at the expense of losing close games um, that maybe you uh, were in situations where you could put teams away. Yeah. You have to have the right quarterback to do that. They haven't in the past. So I got to, you know, erase that narrative a little bit and see what uh, they can, uh, Vic's capable of with a guy like Teddy. 
Definitely. Let's go win this freaking game. Yeah, 2017. I think you were right. Under 2017, you like? Yeah, I like the Broncos to win. I like the under. <laughs> it's going to be a defensive battle, but they, they've they got a good shot at this one. I heard a bunch of 2016 predictions. I liked that a lot. Yeah. But my alternate, um, like my small side bet mm-hmm. is and thought is the Broncos have to score 26 points to beat Ooh. this team. Okay. Okay. 26 yeah. points to beat this team. 26-24. The Steelers get to 24 points. Wow. All right. And um, if you can get 26, then, then you will win this game. And can they? We'll see. You might have to get seven help from the D. Yeah. You know? Or Teddy has one of those real special games that maybe he's due for. Yeah. A couple pedestrian games, one knocked out of a game. Uh, maybe Teddy gets back in the MVP talk with a uh, two-touchdown, 300-no uh, turnover, uh, rushing touchdown, yeah. something kind of day as well. So, uh, Danny Bailey, thank you. Thank you. Always we'll a pleasure. S- sure, buddy. We'll see you next week. Uh, enjoy the football weekend, everybody. Um, bet smartly and safely. Do it at DraftKings. Uh, have a safe weekend, Danny Bailey. Let's party together soon. Uh, go Broncos. Good night, Sheila. Good night.